Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, party people? It's your boy, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! Friday, March 12th. Final weekend of the College Basketball Championship Week. Ah, it's been a good week gambling. If you followed me on Instagram stories, posted picks, winning days on Wednesday, on Thursday. Hop on board, folks. It's getting fun in March. Uh, Not a lot to say today. Ahead of the interview, we have a lengthy interview. It gets heated with the combative The one and only Steve Hartman, if you don't know him, he's a San Diego radio personality who's done a lot of TV and radio in L.A. I know him from Fox Sports Radio. He's easy to get worked up. We disagree on just about everything, and we chop it up. It went a little longer than expected, but it's fun. It's an all-over-the-place conversation that uh, I think sports fans will like if you like football, basketball, baseball, any of it. You will enjoy the conversation. I guess the only news is we have... Big plans for Monday show, March Madness. Obviously, the brackets come out Sunday. We will have best bets, lots of gambling advice on Monday's show. Definitely uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And, um, you know, you'll be looking for this one on Monday morning, bright and early. All right. uh, Without further ado, let's jump right into it. Here's Steve Hartman, the famous 
no, notorious, famous, whatever you want to call him, radio TV personality out here in Los Angeles. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, it's time to welcome into Straight Fire a guest who uh, I got to meet him when I moved out here to L.A. I started doing this Saturday morning radio show, and this guy would come in maybe like 30 minutes to an hour before his show, and he was right after mine, and he was an interesting fellow. I'd never met him before, 
And of course, you know, I got to Google people I meet out here in LA and he's a big time radio guy. He's done a lot of TV and he's always hot. He's just firing on all cylinders, takes no prisoners. His name is Steve Hartman. And we have a large audience out here in LA and a lot of them will know him. Steve, how are you on this fine, fine March afternoon? Well, you know, Jason, the only reason I'm fired up is listening to your show. Normally, I would just calmly come in, take over for whoever is preceding me, but not with you. Oh, no, 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 no. Your hot takes <laughs> is what gets me hot getting ready for my show. So Hartman fail. would, Yeah, Hartman would drive up from San Diego and he would catch some of my show. I guess like the first hour was on in L.A. or whatever it was. And he would always come in and be like, I can't believe you said that. Or you're so wrong about this. He would never agree. It's always like, I can't believe you said it or you're wrong. And I, instantly we had like a kinship because we'd always disagree on everything, Hartman. I don't know if we agree on everything except like today it's sunny in Los Angeles and you can't really dispute that. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm right in San Diego right now because I split my time between San Diego and L.A., and we don't have sun right now in San Diego, which is rare on a day like today. So even the weather we're disagreeing on today. But uh, I miss our morning meets. Uh, they sort of moved me to that midday slot on Saturday. So yeah, I guess it. I wasn't giving you the boost that you needed uh, with the lead in. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we got to get Harvard to a better slot. Uh, so listen, Steve, I, yeah. I, I sent you some questions, but. You know, this is a podcast that we can do whatever the hell we want. You know, some guests, we, we try to limit it about 20 minutes. Other guys just go long. You know, I'm sitting here arguing with BJ Armstrong for 30 minutes about 90s NBA versus today's NBA. Like, we can go anywhere you want. I remember the last time we got into an argument. Steve Hartman told me, well, Sterling Sharp should be in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, come on, get the hell out of here. Sterling Sharp. And Hartman proceeded to rattle off like 17 straight stats and listen, I like to think that I, I come prepared for everything. I was not prepared for his verbal sparring on Sterling Sharp. So here we are, March 2021. Steve Hartman, whatever is on your mind, we could start with. And, and we'll just go wherever it flows from there. What are you uh, really excited about today? And you can't right, well, say March Madness. You can't. Okay, okay. Forget, forget the March Madness for a second here. You know, when it comes to Halls of Fame, I get hot. And they just announced the finalists for the Basketball Hall of Fame. Let me let me tell you right now <laughs> why the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame needs to be leveled. Start over again. Okay, let, let's let's just start here because I know you're a hoops guy. You love your hoops history. You're a little misguided. I'm going to get you up to speed on hoops history and how it needs to be chronicled. Keep in mind this. Now, like for football, there's a pro football Hall of Fame and there's a college football Hall of Fame. There are great college players who deserve a certain level of recognition. And maybe they didn't go on to glory in the NFL. And that's OK, because they're honored in the college football Hall of Fame. I'm sure you would agree with me. College football and pro football are two different sports. They're played differently. One is more regional. One obviously is unified. Two different sports, they have different Halls of Fame. How about this for the Basketball Hall of Fame? You have a college basketball Hall of Fame. There is a women's basketball Hall of Fame. There is a FIBA Hall of Fame. That's international players. You know what? There's not an NBA Hall of Fame. So what we have to do is we have to lump in NBA players with women or college elite college coaches usually 
or international players and lump them all together. Mm. And yet there's not a separate NBA Hall of Fame. Look at the finalists for this year's Hall of Fame, basketball Hall of Fame. I just called it up here. Uh, Rick Adelman, um, Chris Bosh. All right, let's stop right there. So you have Rick Adelman. Yeah, Rick Adelman, who's an NBA coach. And you have Jay Wright on the list as well. You also have Marianne Stanley, who is a women's coach. Why are they all in the same Hall of Fame? Forget this. This is this so-called Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, which many people incorrectly say, well, you got inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame. There is no NBA Hall of Fame. So a Paul Pierce, a Chris Weber, a Chris Bosh, some of the finalists on this list who would be judged based on their NBA careers have to be lumped in with people that are not. Yeah, this and is bad. This is embarrassing for basketball. It is an embarrassment for basketball. And this is no knock on the women's candidates or the international candidates or even those that have been elite at the college level. They have their own halls of fame. Yeah. Separate them. Start here. Okay, I want to see your thoughts on this, okay? First of if all, I let were- me just say let me just go on the record. Chris Weber definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. For I know I know that he's wiped from the record books at Michigan. But he did more in two years at Michigan and during his NBA career and as an announcer. I like Weber. A lot of people bash him. I am all in on Chris Weber. Hartman, I know, you know, Rob G., the producer, does not like when we talk college basketball. I will say this. Chris Weber, for me, is one of my five favorite college basketball players of all time. He came around at an age on a team at a time where I just fell in love with hoops, like big time. And Weber was everything. I was a huge fan of him. And it's a travesty he's not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, well, get this, though. Here's the thing. Jason, he's in the College Basketball Hall of Fame and would deserve to be, even yeah. though he pl- only played it two years. He was the leader, the best player of the Fab Five, and they got to back-to-back national championship games. Let me ask you this. If we had a separate NBA Hall of Fame and you eliminate his mission, Michigan years and you judge him solely on his career in the NBA – would he make your NBA Hall of Fame? Um, you know, versus who? Like a Chris Bosh? Well, I, not, I'm just, okay. Well, I'm do, looking up Weber's numbers here, okay? So, yeah. uh, average 20 and 9 for his career. He was over 20. He averaged 20 and 10 one year, two years, three, four, five, six seasons. He was 20 and 10. I think Patrick Ewing was like nine. Uh, Weber actually led the league in rebounding. He averaged 27 a game in Sacramento on those amazing Kings teams who were robbed against the Lakers. Now, I should point out, Hartman has knows everything there is to know about the Lakers, so even he would admit that the Lakers had the refs in their pocket against those uh, <laughs> Peja Stoyakovic, White Chocolate, yes. Weber teams. Like, Weber should probably have an NBA ring. So, yes, to me, he is a Hall of Famer. All right, so I agree with you. I agree with you that he would make the NBA Hall of Fame. There are several players, though, that are in the Basketball Hall of Fame that would not be in an NBA Hall of Fame. I mean, I can go back to the Bill Waltons of the world, who unfortunately, because he had so many injuries, even though he was an elite player for a short amount of time, did not do enough to have a NBA Hall of Fame career. Mm. Obviously, arguably one of the top two or three college centers of all time. Yeah, yeah. How about Michael Cooper? Now, Michael Cooper is on this list. Now, and, and also you have Ben Wallace. 
So you have Ben Wallace, who averaged <laughs> 5.7 points per game, but was a four-time defensive player of the year. So the question is, when you look at defensive specialists like Ben Wallace and Michael Cooper, who, by the way, Larry Bird said was the toughest defender he yeah. ever went against in his NBA career, how do you, Jason McIntyre, judge the validity of a Hall of Fame candidacy yeah. based solely on defense. Yeah, I, I, there's no way Ben Ben Wallace makes it. I know he led the league in blocks, and he was great winning a title with the Pistons, but w- was he ever the best player on his team? I, I don't well, think he no might have been was. the best defense. He was the best defensive player in the league, at least according to the yeah. media, four See, times. It's interesting. In the NFL Hall of Fame, one of the lines that people love to trot out is, can you tell the story of football without this person? Right. And that's one of the big arguments as to why Eli Manning should make the Hall of Fame. Right. I think he should be in two. He had two Super Bowl rings. In basketball, it's different. I mean, you know, you know Ben Wallace, come on. There's no, there's no way he sniffs the Hall of Fame. Like, what about Michael Cooper? Player. What about Michael Cooper? Now, here's the thing about well, again, Michael Ben Cooper, Wallace won one ring. Okay, Cooper was the seminal defensive player on a team. That, how many rings for Cooper? Like four? He won five. There are only five yeah. L.A. Lakers, five L.A. Lakers that won five rings. You got Kareem, Magic, Kobe, Michael Cooper, and D. Fish. Those wait, are the wait, James only Worthy? five. How many for Worthy? He only won three. Oh, oh, that's right. He came along. He wasn't on those after, uh, first yeah, in right. 80 and 82. That's so we're only won three rings. Cooper won five. I've been saying for years why Michael Cooper is not a candidate for the Hall of Fame. But this Ooh. is the frustration. This is the frustration I have when you have this all-inclusive basketball Hall yeah. of Fame. Like Bob Huggins fans are upset today. Bob Huggins has won over 800 games, never won a national championship. They're screaming foul that he is not one of the finalists for this. So both Bob Hall Huggins fans are upset that he didn't get uh, the invite to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Brian, right. he hasn't hey, been. Uh, you're on the NBA. You mentioned Cooper. I started thinking Lakers, and then I thought about this guy. I just saw this list that popped out, Hartman. Yeah. The 15 most popular NBA jersey sales so far in mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. Okay. Uh, LeBron is one, Luka two, KD three. And I keep looking on this list for Clippers. And you got to go all the way down to 13 to see Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers, 13th. And I've been going at them hard since that choke in the bubble against Denver. And I've started to get on board this idea that Kawhi Leonard is something of a fraud. He is a guy who refused to play back-to-backs for four years. He got lucky Okay. First of all, he said, I don't want to play for Popovich. Get me the hell out of here. They're being mean to me about my injury, my load managing. Goes to Toronto, gets a little lucky to win the title, goes to the Clippers, thinks he can form a super team. They choke against Denver, and now they're nothing special. I mean, am I wrong to call Kawhi Leonard something of a fraud? I, I... I don't know if he's a fraud. That might be to a little bit of an extreme, but the idea that Kawhi Leonard would have such an impact joining the Clippers that somehow the Clippers would be in the basketball conversation in Los Angeles. Jason, <laughs> you're in L.A. I am in L.A. You've been I'm in L.A. Sorry, for nothing years. has changed. The Clippers are no more in the conversation now than they were with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. The idea of this super tandem of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George has not registered on the radar. I mean, there are Clipper fans. The majority of Clipper fans in Los Angeles hate the Lakers. They became Clipper fans because they're Laker haters, yes. and they become Clipper fans. 
But the fact is, the one thing Kawhi Leonard does not do, however you judge his impact on the court, off the court, he has zero, zero impact. Power. Nobody's he buying his sneakers. He does not have star yep. power. He's not an advertising juggernaut. Nope. He's not a leader in the huddle, Hartman. Like, if it's a close game late, you look, the cameras show the huddle, and Kawhi's just sitting there quiet. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm off Kawhi Leonard. I know that sounds harsh. Obviously, he's a talented player and, and probably, you know, one of the 10 best players in the league. But in terms of a leader and like a superstar, I don't think he's a superstar. Is that wrong of me to say that? <sighs> Your definition of a superstar may be different than my okay, Al- definition Was Allen of a Iverson superstar. a superstar? Well, how many current superstars do you have in the NBA? I mean, right Curry now? is a superstar. You LeBron? well, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> First of all, I am talking to someone that basically has made clear to the world that Kevin Durant invented the game of basketball. There was James <laughs> Naismith, and then it was reinvented by Kevin Durant. You have maintained for years that no argument, no argument. Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. And when I ask you about superstar, the first game you come up is Kyrie Irving. No, no I didn't say Kyrie Irving. You got to listen. I said Steph Curry. That was oh, the first Oh, Steph thing Curry? I, I think Curry's yeah. the most overrated player in the league. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You t- First of all, Wait, look. I don't know if I should, what I should tackle first. The Kevin Durant Whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let, let's Curry go. Nelson. Let's go here. Where did, when is, oh, give me the gosh. biggest shot that Steph Curry has made in his career. Give me the iconic shot. That defines the career of Steph Curry. Give me it. Where I, off is the top it? of my head, I do not. He has not won a finals game with a shot. How many finals MVP awards has he won? So that's the new criteria, right? Well, so I, by I don't the, know. By you your seem standard. enamored by a guy that knocks down a bunch of threes during the regulars. Am I going to argue about his shooting ability? Of course not. But I could also make an argument that Clay Thompson is every bit as valuable on those Warriors team as Steph Curry. Because he will give you a little more dynamic on the defensive end. That that defense is accurate, but this idea that uh, Clay like would is more di- come on stop. I'm not even going to entertain that. I whoa, will, whoa, whoa, however. Whoa. Do I, you I, believe? I, let me ask you this: After that 73 win Warriors team gagged in the finals against Cleveland, that was all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with you because I know you don't necessarily want to give LeBron all the credit, and maybe the fact that Kyrie Irving hit the game. Oh hell winner. no, uh, Hartman! You must uh, m- uh, listen. I need to be clear. I'm not a Kyrie Irving guy. I think he's, All right. as a player, well, I'm, talented, no, I'm going to get back to the but, Warriors here. But okay. my, my question to you is this. Have they not acquired Kevin Durant? Do you think they would have won more than just one championship? Yes, of course. You do? No doubt. So you don't think Kevin Durant was the difference maker going against that Cleveland team? They face each other four consecutive years in the NBA Finals. You take Durant out of the last couple of championships, you're saying Golden State beats Cleveland. I think it goes back and forth. I don't think Golden State hammers them, but they did lead 3-1 without KD. Uh, Bogut, two, two of their starters went down. Bogut injured, Draymond Green suspended. Like, that kind of matters. But uh, this that was a great Warriors team. Don't take anything away from Curry because he hasn't hit an g- amazing shot in the finals or won a playoff game. They blow everybody out. Steph Curry, by the way, 10th in playoff points per game in NBA history. That's above Kobe, above Dirk, Elijah Wan, everybody. Like, 
let, let's stop going after Curry. I'm sorry they absolutely blast people in the finals. Um, but you, I don't think you can just say like, oh, Robert Ori hit an incredible shot. Robert Ori probably hit the most iconic shot of the Kobe Shaq era. That three-pointer against the Kings that was tapped out. Would you argue against that? No. In fact, one of the things I love is looking back when they have the aerial view of the arena when the shot goes in and yeah, how Bedlam. literally every person leaves their seat. It's one yeah. of the greatest shots yeah. I ever seen. Of course, but, you're but also just, talking. Okay, so that's saying yeah. like Kobe and Shaq were the stars. Robert Ori hit the most important shot. Like Kyrie Irving hit the game seven shot. That doesn't mean he's better than LeBron. He okay. had a great clutch shot. But Jason, let me ask you this. One thing I will concede to Steph Curry is the fact that he changed the dynamic of the game yeah. And not for the better. Because not for after, the better. Well, it's a copycat league. What I, league look is at it? I, I, don't NFL's you agree with league. me that the 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 uh, being enamored with three point shooting, that whole dynamic changed because of Steph Curry. That everyone uh, I, suddenly I think, thought that um, this is wait, the way wait, wait. to go. Then you have like a Dan Tony who starts doing all these analytics about James Harden hanging on the ball, dribbling the ball, shooting threes, how this is the way to go. And now we have an epidemic of three-point shooting around the NBA. Look, I know you well, appreciate all, this game. Morey. Is this a good style of game for the NBA? I, I think it's great. I mean, I, oh. for, for me, visually appealing, like nobody's ever oh. out of a game. It's tough to gamble on the NBA now. But right now, like, you could be down 20 and it flips in a minute because you could bang three threes in a row. Damian Lillard, what he's doing, uh, Steph Curry, like, yeah, it, it is incredible. I mean, whoa, it's whoa, marginalizing whoa, whoa, whoa. You just mentioned man. You just mentioned the two, and by the way, I, I believe Damian Lillard proved, by the way, in the All-Star game, he actually has better range. I mean, this guy's uh, half-court I think it's in. up for debate, but Curry, uh, Curry and Lillard right now are doing All right, but they are, they are clearly the two long-range dynamos in yeah. the NBA. How many other players are there like that? When when you see the bigs in this league camping out at the three-point line, that doesn't annoy you? You know, I was I just cuz we grew just cuz we grew up with these lumbering back back to the basket big guys, Patrick Ewing and Shaq like this is just different. Everything evolves, Hartman. The computer, yeah, but the it personal computer has evolved. The, the car has evolved. Like I don't understand how everything has evolved for the better. Including the NFL, but in the NBA, the evolution somehow is bad, and that's what really does. I don't understand this, Hartman. Well, People no, are, there's a, like there's baseball a, has evolved, and in a bad know. way, in a bad mm. way, because you took away. Look, baseball was a 19th century sport where somebody hits the ball and then people react to it. That was the basis of the game. You hit the ball and people react to it. They took that out of the game. They went with, you know, guys swinging for the fences, strikeout, walk, home run. What is missing from that game? Action. That's why fewer younger people are enamored by watching baseball because wow. the stolen base, the moving of the runners, the constant action that was there in baseball has been eliminated. Well, don't blame. Basketball, don't, but who are you blaming for this? Because I, I think you got to blame spreadsheets and math. Don't blame the exactly, players. That's Efficiency exactly matters. It's Efficiency about analytics. It's yeah. about the analytics. They're like, okay, if I have a James Harden and I'm camping him outside the three-point line and he's able to draw fouls, whether legit or not, and he has a possibility, even if he misses, to get three free throws, the analytics will tell you, okay, that's a good thing. Look what Major League Baseball did this off here. So they bring in Theo Epstein, who was one of those general managers who yep. built the Red Sox, built the Cubs, based on analytics. 
He gets hired by Major League Baseball to, as he said, undo the mess I helped create. <laughs> and okay. also Ken Griffey Jr., a very popular player brought in, sort of bringing in that younger dynamic, you know, sort of a, what was good about baseball back in the day. I'm fearing that the NBA is heading down the same path. That if you watch back to the glory days of the 80s when he had the Lakers, Celtics, oh, and granted, the, but no, 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 but just right, a go, style go ahead, go ahead. of play. Magic Johnson and, and, and Larry Bird and play, even going back to the Bulls of the 90s with Michael Jordan. Watch how they played the game. Yeah, the expansion era. That was awful basketball. Michael Jordan dunking on plumbers because all these expansion teams diluted the talent. There were yeah, no the Europeans. Moved there was around. like five the, Europeans in the league. You look know, at I mean, Scotty, Pitt, Scotty Pippen going up and down the court on those Bulls teams. A style of play, even at Dennis Rodman. I like the physical nature of the game back yeah, in those days. That's been I, taken I, you, away. I, I just, Steph you, Curry would like not survive right now. He would oh, be on his butt. Oh, You'll be on his ass half the game right now. We, they would we put just that had, guy down on the ground. We had Jim Jackson on here. We had Coutinho Mobley. Steph Curry exactly. would dominate in any era. Here's the problem, Hartman. Zach Levine, you take him and you plop him down in the 1970s, he's averaging 35 a game. You I want agree. to put him in the 60s with, with Tommy Heinsohn and all these Celtics guys winning dynasties. Zach Levine's putting up 50 a night. Well, hold on, hold on. He is. I Get am out not of here. I'm going to sit here listening to you spit on Bill Russell. Tuh, I'm not tuh. spitting on Bill Russell. I mean, well, I, all you're, I'm you're saying is, what the is if you, you know what take those Bill guys Russell. did? They ran the ball up and down the court. The Celtics were the first team going back to the Bill Russell days, one of the great outlet passers in the history of the game. I don't care who was on the court. And by the way, when you say who was on the court back in those days, eight teams. Eight. Yeah, eight teams. Can you imagine if this NBA right now, if you whittled 30 teams down to eight, how good would this league be? Well, there'd be a lot more talent, but come on, that's not realistic. I mean, if anything, you, there, there should be more expansion, more teams. Oh, oh more expansion. I mean, uh, yeah. How many okay, bad so here's teams my are other in thing. this league right now? L- how let many me bad ask teams? you. There are, of course, there's bad teams in the NFL. There's bad teams in baseball. But, you know, the owners are making billions of dollars. And as someone <clears throat> who is a minority owner of a basketball team in Australia, technically mm-hmm. New Zealand, like, I understand there should be expansion everywhere. More everything, Hartman. The fans can't get enough of it. The fans well, love you it. Even the if the ratings get aren't enough there. of it, but the numbers aren't great. Well, that's I mean, the, the thing because of the, the, the changes in consumption habits. There wasn't streaming in the 1980s. There was like eight channels, you know, before cable arrived. And then cable arrives, and yeah, there's some expansion. But I don't know about you. I didn't get cable TV till I was in like sixth grade. And even then, Hartman, there wasn't NBA on every single night. You know, Major League Baseball, every ga- every night in the summer, you could just flip the channel and watch every single game. That dilutes it. There's no nothing special about it. That's why the NFL, I believe, and I think you'd agree with me, the NFL still has the most value. One game a week. Yeah, there is now Monday and Thursday and, and Sunday night football. But when there's fewer uh, games to watch, then yeah, obviously – there's going to be more interest. I mean, it's tough for me to get up for the NBA every night, and I love NBA. College hoops. Hartman, I used to watch games in January. Uh, that, that that doesn't happen anymore. That's just not the new normal, is it? No, it's not. So an oversaturated of games. So then what you need to do is it's about drawing new eyeballs to the set. Now how do you do you're, that? You're going to watch. You are hooked into the basketball world. You're hooked into the sports world. 
as you say, you've seen an evolution of the game. You're okay with it. You're also a gambler. Let's make that clear. If we take the gambling aspect out of sports, so many of people, and you know this to be true, the proliferation of gambling, the legalization of sports gambling in every state, we're going to literally have all 50 states with organized sports gambling. If you take the gambling element out and you're just watching these sports for the aesthetics of the sport because you enjoy watching the game, I guarantee you those numbers would collapse. The overwhelming of people that are listening to this podcast, that listen to you on the radio, that watch you on TV, that follow everything Jason McIntyre does are gamblers. You feed yeah, but them. Here's the, yeah, but that's the thing, Hartman. There, there is no direct correlation between gambling on games that isn't football and viewers. We know the gambling TV shows don't do a lot of ratings on TV. So there's zero evidence that just because I've bet on 23 college basketball games today or whatever the number is, I'm going to watch all those games. I got a life to live. There's right. too many options out there. But so would the you watch the game? Help the bottom line. Would you care about this sport if gambling were not an aspect of the sport? Yes. I did. I cared about it when I was younger and I wasn't gambling when I was like 15 or 20 started gambling in college. But even then, like, do you need gambling to watch games? No, I'm not a gambler. I don't bet on any game. So maybe Mm. that's the difference. I have never been a gambler. I have never bet on anything in my entire life when it comes to sports outside of a token. You know, I'm with a bunch of buddies at a Super Bowl. and We make a bet on the game. I don't bet on anything. And I worked with one of the most notorious gamblers in the history of the media, Chet Forty, way back in the day. He goes back to the gambling scandals of the 1950s. His career as the number one lead producer, director at ABC was destroyed by his gambling addiction. So I heard all the stories. Crazy stuff. So you worked with him and he was gambling on games like... No, he was a reformed gambler when I worked with him because Ah, he was facing all kinds of legal repercussions and everything back in the days when a lot of the gambling was not legal. So I'm I'm one of those rare breeds that I'm watching. I watch games because I enjoy watching the game or I'm not watching the games because I'm not enjoying what it is I'm watching. I've Mm. almost become enamored with this all star game, you know, set the points at 24 or whatever you need the target score, because now I'm like, okay, so I'm sort of interested now to see which team is going to get to that target score work better two years ago, obviously, than than this year. But. I, I, you talk about someone that is not drawn to not only not watch the games, but really, and people say, well, do you watch games because it's part of your job? I certainly follow the games because mm-hmm. I have to talk about them and I see trends. But as a viewer, as someone that wants to sit down, and I'm not talking about playoff basketball or playoffs because that's a different dynamo. I'm just talking about a regular season game. Man, you, you really, there's got to be some, I can't. I can't remember but, last but night. But th- does that apply to everything? Does that apply to the NHL, Major League Baseball? Well, I, I think playoffs make a difference. I mean, I'm like, let's get to the playoffs right now. Let me ask you this. 82 game schedule for the NBA. They cut it down to 72 games because of condensing the season to get this league ready for the Olympics. I don't know why that still matters, but apparently (laughs) it matters as far as international marketing for the NBA, especially with the uh, summer games being in Tokyo. The NBA is such a huge commodity in Asia. They really want to make sure they take full advantage of that. But come on. I mean, how many – is it too long for you, Jason? 72 games, 82 games, 62 games? 
how much how much regular season basketball do you need in order to but get to where think, you're I really trying to get wrong, to, and that's the playoffs. That's the wrong question. How much do you need? How much? I think the better question is how much money can you make off 72 games versus mm. 82 games? I mean, listen, I've got a life. <laughs> I got kids. Uh, I got a wife. Uh, as much as I like the NBA, I'm not consuming NBA games soup to nuts until the playoffs, really. I mean, I'm watching here here and there, putting the kids to bed. Um, we'll hang out. We'll watch a fourth quarter of a close game that matters. But, yeah, I'm not tuning into Minnesota Orlando in February. It's just not happening. I don't know that anyone is. Even if I gambled on the game, and I might, I'm not tuning into that. Like, there's just – life is too short to spend your time in front of the TV watching every single – All right, so this, this brings up the majority of the money that is funneled into these leagues, the fact that – 20% of the NBA players are making $20 million or more this year. 20% of all players in the NBA are drawing a salary, base salary of at least $20 million. Where's this money coming from? It's coming from television. Yeah. So we understand in this day and age where commercial TV is on, you know, the dodo bird list. I mean, the extinction is coming with streaming and everything else going out there. How do they survive? How do they well, survive? Well, sports it, has been their has been their their one ticket where they can still count on eyeballs to watch live broadcasts. But if those numbers com- continue to diminish, if the streaming avenue continues to rise, where's that money going to come it's from? It's a slow tra- my guess is it's a slow transition. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. 
When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Advertisers still love the traditional advertising. There's still that over 50 bracket that watches a ton of TV. I have three cable boxes in my house. I'm not 50 or close to it. And we still watch a lot of TV. Advertising will be fine. They eventually will figure out how to monetize social media, YouTube, all these other aspects. It just is a slow grind as the money goes from traditional TV to the new forms of media. I mean, I don't think it's that complicated. Everybody wants to make it out like sports are dying, sports are dead. Like, have you seen the valuations, Steve, of MLS teams? FC Cincinnati is worth like $350 million. Okay. That's a real thing. Come on. The owners are paying. Major League Soccer is a Ponzi scheme. You know that. They keep funneling new franchises in to keep the money flow going. If you think the MLS is a house of cards. What's going to happen when the World Cup comes here in 2026? Who cares about the World Cup? What do you mean? Who cares about the World Cup? What, the world does. We we have football. It's called the National Football no, I'll League. I'll tell you this. The, the rest world of the world Cup. has football. We have football. The World Cup, Steve, will oh. generate the biggest TV ratings that year. Bigger than anything probably except the Super Bowl. In well, in the world it will. No, no, no. In, in the country. United States. In the United States. Oh, really? States, you yes. think that... You think the World Cup final will draw bigger numbers? Oh than the well, Super Bowl. no, I didn't say that. I meant the U.S. games, and the U.S. is, by the way, really, really good. Stop me if you've heard this. Whoa, before. whoa, whoa. When's uh, the last time we saw the U.S. actually participate in the World Cup? Stop it. Let's. For, I'm sorry. About did what they miss in, the last time? They did. But, how is that? How, let me. Let me. I'm going to go back a little. I'm glad you brought up soccer. Wow. You talk about generational. Okay, I go back to the 1970s when Pele showed up with the Cosmos, right? And they were packing him in packing them in yeah in new york with the arrival of the greatest most famous soccer player arguably of all time certainly at that point pele was that indeed that league went into extinction i remember in the 70s in the 70s people were talking about here it comes here it comes look i it's not happening the rest of the world has football we have what's called football the national football league there's no place written on his calendar The World Cup is no different than the Olympics. It draws headlines for a couple of weeks and then it's forgotten. I remember after our women won the World Cup, you know, Brandy Chastain and the whole, they started a professional women's soccer league. Mm -hmm. I remember because they launched a team here in San Diego where I'm sitting right now. I even got to play in like a celebrity soccer game. We all decked out in this soccer gear. Everyone was jazzed. The biggest names, all the superstars, Mia Hamm, all the stars from that, you know, gold medal winning World Cup team were there. That league folded in two weeks, two yeah, years. Yeah, Gone. It did, indeed. 
gone. But so, uh, allow me to just say this, um, Hartman. And so, you will acknowledge you, that Major League Soccer in the world, world stage is really minor league yes, soccer. Yes, 100% right? agree with that. Okay. By the way, if you look at the ratings, the highest rated soccer league TV-wise mm. In America yeah. is Liga MX, the of league course. in Mexico. And yes, number two because is the soccer EPL. fans that live here watch it religiously. I right. get it. Well, guess what? The country is getting increasingly brown. More and more people coming to America from Mexico. A lot of new generational uh, people being born. You know, the country's getting browner. And those people love soccer. Soccer ratings, they have the young demo on lock. And that demo generates a ton of money. And okay, again, I'm not well, saying it's taken over for football or basketball. That's I'm going to follow happening. you on this. I'm going to follow you on this, okay? Now, I'm not disagreeing with you because you're absolutely right about that. It also raises a big question for the future of the National Football League. Yes. So you look at the Super Bowl ratings, and when they break down the demographics, when we're talking about that 18 to 25 demographic around there, the numbers in that demographic, viewers of the Super Bowl, have gone down 10 straight years. Yes. Okay? Undeniable. So what you're saying is, is the changing demographics of this country is going to spell the end of the National Football I League over time. I did not say, I mean, you're drawing, well, over you, are, time. you got out your I'm not talking about this year. Matt, and you're, yeah. I would say in about, we're what, 25 years, 20-ish, 20, 20 mm -hmm. to 30 years away from this being becoming a thing. Let me give, let me ask you this, because I've never been a, a soccer fan. I watch it, World Cup, you know, I'm a, I'm a, anytime the United States is involved in anything, I'm a patriot, I like to watch, I get excited about USA, old school, right? Yeah. What is the one thing, if you had a choice between an elite football matchup versus an elite NFL game. Give me reasons why you would actually watch football over the NFL. I, that's, that's a, come on, that's a little silly. Unless well, I don't? was an owner of the team, I would definitely watch the NFL over soccer. I do like soccer a lot. Maybe is the sport team. more appealing to you? That's my question. Is soccer is, more appealing or football? Yeah, what's more appealing to you when you I watch like football? It? I like football from fantasy, from gambling. I like watching it. These are great athletes doing phenomenal things. I I still think NBA athletes are the best. Um, sorry, football uh, players, but uh, yeah, I like football. I like watching it. It is fun. My Sundays for about seven, sixteen of the Sundays, usually one Sunday, I have to concede and do something with my family. But I am planted in front of the TV from ten a.m. out here on the West Coast until. Sunday night football, uh, you know, is about to start. Uh, Have I, you I, done that? Every Have single you done Sunday. That? How about during World Cup? Would you watch one match after another? Match I do watch. A, I consume match. a lot of World Cup. I played soccer growing up. I was kind of good. I was on travel teams, and I just like soccer. One of my buddies' uh, sons is like an up and coming guy. He could be on like the uh, the under sixteen national team. He's very good. Like I like soccer. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't think it's going to overtake the NFL, but in this country, you know everything is cyclical, okay? At one point, horse racing and boxing yes. were the top sports in America. That yep. was like 100 years ago, right? Well, not even 100 years ago. Let's say 50 years ago. Yeah, I always said this. Before 1960, before 1960, the four major sports in this country were baseball, boxing, horse racing, and college football. Not the NFL. College football. Yeah. College NFL football. Really old. NFL was not massive in the 1980s, Hartman. Right. They really took the Dallas Cowboys, which lined up perfectly 
with the explosion of cable television and obviously ESPN helped nudge it along. But in the 90s, the internet pops. Dallas Cowboys win multiple Super Bowls in a row and like they became America's team. And that's when football, I think, took off. So football really, I, I mean, I don't think football, the NFL was massive in the 1980s. Do you? No. 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 Okay, in so fact- it's only been like 25 years. It, it's going to be cyclical. In another 25 years, another sport will be tops in America. I don't know if it'll be soccer. Uh, I can't see it being college football the way things are headed. Uh, NBA's got to be in contention. Baseball at some point will have a, uh, a a resurgence. But I guess we've gone way long, Hartman. I didn't even realize. I, this is the thing. What? Once We're we just getting talking, started. What are you yeah, talking about? You, 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 you bring the heat and get me started. I just looked up at the clock and we've gone long. I, I'm going to wrap up on this. Um, you know, looking at the NFL and the NFL draft, I'm curious as to what your level of interest is in um, college football, the draft, because college football had an uneven year and the ratings were down significantly. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious where you are on college football. I know you're a college football. I am a college football fanatic. It is my number one sport. And the reason it still remains number one (sighs) is tradition. A lot of the, you take fans out of college football. I think it had a majorly bad effect on the game. Uh, When you have stadiums that have hundred thousand seats and the NFL teams would not draw fans like seven or eight teams that get regularly a hundred thousand fans, whether it's Michigan, Penn state, Tennessee, whatever these schools are. Um, But as far as the draft is concerned, Here's my one thing to throw at you. I ask you this, Jason McIntyre. The Philadelphia Eagles jettison Carson Wentz. They have the sixth overall pick in this draft. They got Jalen Hurts. If Justin Fields is sitting on the board at number six and you're the Eagles, do you take Justin Fields? No. No. You're sold that Jalen Hurts can be a franchise quarterback. I don't know, but I'm willing to find out. And the Eagles are in kind of a transitional year, Hartman, are they not? Like, they're going to be out. Deshaun Jackson's gone. Alshon Jeffrey's gone. They're bringing in new dudes. The offensive line is ancient. They're, they're going to be kind of turning over. I think you see what you've got in Hurts. You get your salary cap in order. you got a new coach. And this is kind of, you know, like, uh, you have college-age kids. Uh, you know, we've talked about the idea of a gap year. I think this is almost a gap year for the Eagles. Now, maybe Hurts is awesome. But I don't love Justin Fields as a prospect. Jets are my Jets are sitting at two since January. I was one of the early guys who had Zach Wilson at number two, and everybody's been on board since. It's been pretty clear. You watch Zach Wilson; he's dynamic. Whoa! Fields, don't you have a franchise quarterback in Sam Darnold? We thought we had one, but I, I could say we we thought we had one, but it's pretty clear after three seasons. No, he's not a franchise quarterback. You don't. With the you, Jets. you think? You honestly think? A guy that everyone thought was the most talented quarterback in that draft yeah. has no talent to become a franchise quarterback. Okay, no, it's it's complicated. It's like when you're breaking up with somebody, listen, it's not you, it's me. It, listen, with the Sam Darnold situation, they'll have to pay him 25 mil a year or more next season. I'm not willing to see Sam Darnold have one good year and then you got to pay him 25 mil when you could just restart the rookie quarterback thing scale with Zach Wilson. That that twenty five mil, like I don't want to get in a position where I got to pay Sam Darnold twenty five mil a year in two year, in a year, because we just saw Dak get forty mil. Baker Mayfield's up next. Lamar Jackson's up next. Josh Allen's up after that. Like, are those guys forty two million dollar a year quarterbacks? Hell no. Hartman, one of the things I'm big on, and I'm putting my chips in right now. We're gonna start seeing teams ride that quarterback through the first five years that they have him. 
and then start to start to cycle through again. I don't think paying quarterbacks 42, 45 million a year is going to work. I don't think you can build a team around that. And I would rather just restart the cycle. Should the Cowboys have restarted or should have given Dak Prescott all that money? I mean, listen, it's impossible to say, just say no and pass on him and see if what other sucker is willing to give him 40 mil. But next year, they have actually a chance to be kind of good. He's only on the books for 22 mil. They have the 31st ranked defense in the NFL and an aging offensive line. This is also true. However, next year, by signing Dak to the long-term deal, they save 15 mil in the cap. If they can get two or three defensive players who are factors, get an offensive lineman at 10 uh, or what 11, whatever their pick is, there is a window next year where they win the division and maybe go on a run if things break their way. Drew Brees has retired. Hartman, I looked at the schedule. Their home opponents, the best team they'll face is Washington. That's the only team that made the playoffs last year. And Washington's quarterback issue is significant. So they could win the division. Maybe they win a playoff game. Maybe things break their way. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. And then you got to go through what? Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson? How like, are you not I, mentioning the uh, Super Bowl champions, the team that just Tampa blew Bay? out yes, they play, they Kansas City? Play you have dismissed Tampa Bay. You no. still do not believe the best quarterback in this league is Tom Brady. He is still the best quarterback in the league. Do you know that this year, including the playoffs, Wait, uh, he had more yards passing and more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes? More yards passing, more touchdown passes than Mahomes. He had more Mahomes. games than Tom Mahomes. Come on, Brady. Mahomes had the buy. Stop, stop. That's a little gimmicky. Look at the talent on that team. Both sides yeah, of the football. Look at Mahomes. They, by the way, did you see Mahomes? What happened? Uh, they announced that both their tackles are not returning. Big mistake. <laughs> he was running for his life, Schwartz. Well, no, he, the mistake is you got to pay Mahomes, what, uh, $500 million? Thank that, you. The cuts have to come from somewhere. That's so they've right. got to restart the cycle on the offensive line. All right, listen, we've gone very long. <laughs> Hartman's probably going to get hate mail for this. Uh, Never. Steve Hartman, uh, what do you want to pump up? What do you want to announce that's huge? The only thing I want to pump up is that I ever get the opportunity to see you directly after you finish your national show. By the way, that national show that you have has the largest audience of any show in the premier radio networks empire. I don't know if people know that. Have you advertised that? I I I showed you the numbers. You had the biggest potential audience, most likely audience for your Saturday show. I will thank you for the promotion, Steve Hartman. That's very kind of you. Um, Hartman does everything. He does radio in San Diego. He does TV out here in L.A. He knows every. He's a mover and shaker. If you want to rise in the industry, hit up Hartman. You don't do a lot of social media, though, do you? No, I don't. I'm a, I'm a little old school on that. So what do, I what, should survivor. people hit you on LinkedIn if they want a job? <laughs> no, they'll have to go through you. Uh, if you if you were looking for my advice is always this: never lose your enthusiasm. If you do something that you love doing, I work. I have radio seven days a week. I do television. I'm seven working constantly every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I do a radio show every my day. Goodness. And and your advice to the young folks is what? Find do something, something you you're passionate about. Passionate. If you do something you're passionate about. You never work. He gives me something to do every single day. All right, Steve Hartman. There he is, the legend. Uh, hit him on LinkedIn. He'll hire you as a personal intern, maybe. <laughs> All right, Steve. Keep up the good work, man. Thanks for the time. All right, Jason. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.